Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have an amazing show today. You know, so many people reach out to me and they say, hey, Andy, you know, you always interview these high profile CEOs and entrepreneurs of for profit companies, but we know there's so much going on in the nonprofit space. So why don't you bring on a leading CEO, a leading president, and one of the very interesting nonprofits throughout the United States. And of course, we all know the YMCA. We know everything about the YMCA. It's been around for a long time. So I've been able to invite on the show the president and CEO of the YMCA of El Paso. And wait till you hear how many years he's been doing it. He's doing such a great job. He's a great entrepreneur as well in his own right. Mr. Bill Kuhn is on the show. This is going to be a great interview for entrepreneurs watching the show. You're going to learn a lot today from Bill. So, Bill, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Andy, for having me. What an honor to be part of this uh, interview. I greatly appreciate it. Well, Bill, it's so great to have you. You know, when we think of entrepreneurs, we think of people in the profit, for-profit space. But you've done such a great job building the YMCA of El Paso for a number of years. I almost don't want to say how many years you've been there, but before we get started, Bill, let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet and just tell us, generally speaking, what the YMC of El Paso is all about. You know, we've been, uh, you know, it's our 135th anniversary this year. And the YMCA started out as a Bible study group for men as the Industrial Revolution was coming through the United States. And really, we followed the railroad. And, and as the railroad went west, so did the YMCA. And so we started out as a Bible study group. And today, we're a whole lot more than Bible study groups. Some YMCA's have that. We have churches in the facility. But, but more, more people know us as gym and swim. And, 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 it's, and we are that. But we're so much more than just gym and swim in, in the YMCA and how we meet the needs of our communities. I love it, Bill. Now, you've been there building that YMCA for a number of years. You know, you really are well known in the community. Everybody knows Bill Kuhn. That, so, that is right. <laughs> so, so let's talk about that a little bit. How important is it, you know, not only as the president and the CEO of the YMCA of El Paso, but also as an entrepreneur in general to be known and be part of the community like you are? You know, it it's, makes us who we are today. If you have respect, you have uh, uh, people's appreciation for the work you do, your movement goes a lot further. Your entrepreneurship helps 
grow each and every day because of that respect and understanding of how hard you work, the dollars you raise, and the lives you impact each and every day. And people hear that, see that, and they want to make an investment into your organization. I love it. And of course, your, your, your YMCA is known for the great staff that you have. You've really been able to build an amazing staff over there. Everybody talks about how welcoming they are and how amazing they are. When you're looking for someone to join your team, what are you looking for from someone who's going to join your staff over there? You know, one of the things is a conversationalist. They got to know how to make a conversation because we're not, we're not just staff. We're family at the YMCA. And I think that's so important. You know what? You don't, you don't join a YMCA. You belong to a YMCA. And, and what's that mean? You belong to a youth sports group. You belong to a workout group. You belong to the weight group at the time that you go in. Even the steam room and hot tub have groups of guys and women that come every day at the same time because that's where their friends are. And it's a belonging part. Uh, I go back to Cheers. We all watched Cheers growing up. And it was the same people. And everybody knew Norm. And, and Norm was important to that bar. And, and so when people come in, that's kind of how we want them to act when their friends come in. I love it, Bill. You know, we always talk to experts in corporate culture, and they always say, that corporate culture starts at the top and you've been able to start this ingratiating, emotional connection type of a vibe throughout the entire YMCA. People come, like you mentioned, and they become part of a community there. What impact has COVID had on the YMCA and now that we're coming out of it, you know, where, where do you see the future with regard to what's happening in El Paso right now? You know, uh, the impact has made us made us do a million different things and, and sold our business model down by all means, but made us look at ourselves and better ourselves each and every day. We, we still feel that lasting impact in, in what we're doing today. I mean, I laid off 200 staff, you know, when they shut down our facility, broke my heart, just, just killed me because these people needed the money. They worked to need that, you know, to provide livelihoods. When we got the first PPP loan, I hired everybody back to stay at home and still pay them because we couldn't bring them into our facility yet. What has this done to El Paso YMCA? We're looking at better online training, Zoom meetings like this, Andy, is, you know, it's now our everyday part, part of our lives. You know, we're getting used to this. We're doing classes, live classes, again, belonging to that class so that if you're not feeling good, you can still see your friends at home. Uh, you know, and it's really, it's going to make us stronger as we inch out of COVID. You know, we, we've, we've been better connected politically because of all the new rules and things, either locally with our city, our county, but also our state and federal representatives. That contact has been huge uh, for us to grow, but also make sure that we don't shut our doors. That's incredible. And for the entrepreneurs watching the show, rewind what Bill just said, because that's a, an amazing entrepreneurial pivot because they had to, under Bill's leadership, of course, and the team, figure out how to give the online courses, figure out how to build the community online, figure out how to do it through face-to-face -face interaction on the video. And, and that was a remarkable sort of 
entrepreneurial sidestep, if you will, or pivot that Bill and the team has been able to do because it was so important to keep on providing the community what they needed, which is really a place to socialize, a place to um, get great energy, a place to have a great vibe and a place to continue to talk to the friends that they've been able to build throughout the years. Really, really awesome work, Bill, what you've been able to do. Now, when we think about YMCAs throughout the United States, uh, obviously there's many presidents and CEOs that probably like to talk to each other. They, you probably yeah. like to communicate and share. And this is a great entrepreneurial learning experience as well, because if you're an entrepreneur or a CEO and you're working in a vacuum, it doesn't work. So how important are the other presidents and CEOs of the other YMCA, YMCAs to you in your development of your YMCA? It's huge. And it's always been huge in the YMCA. And that's one reason why I stayed with the YMCA so long all the way from program uh, directors up to the CEO, we build that network of supporting cats that could live hundreds of thousands of miles from each other. I'm part of two CEO groups, Southwest Alliance, that goes from Utah to here in El Paso, and then I'm part of the Texas Alliance of YMCA. Plus, our whole collaboration goes from Utah to Mississippi. So, Although we're very different communities, we face many of the same problems and we, we can help learn and feed and, and get new ideas that, you know, we think sometimes we know it all, we don't. And somebody will come out with a new idea and say, my God, why haven't I thought about that? We run towards that, about training staff and putting, putting uh, raises part of that training in there that the YMCA, so, gives out, you know, so that's so important to us. And it was like, well, that was dumb. Why didn't we think of it? But it was, it took one of our peers to kind of bring it up to light. and We're all running with it. Yeah, I love that. So you listen to each other. And I know another thing, Bill, that you're very well known for and why you're one of the leaders of all the presidents and CEOs throughout the, the YMCAs uh, throughout the country is you really listen also to your clients. You listen to the people that come into the YMCA. So let's talk about that. How important is it for you to have your ear sort of to the ground of what's happening, you know, back outside that door of your office, you know, in the facility? You know, I, I, I got a chance to go and work at all three facilities before I became CEO. Uh, and it was huge for me to do that and because I got to know the members and they call me their friends, their family of ours, and they'll let me know what we're missing, what, what we can add on to make their YMCA experience a better one. You know, uh, coffee. You know, if we ever got rid of our coffee pots, everybody would leave us. And I and it, you think that's funny, but that's where people gather around the coffee pot and talk and chat. And we've seen how important that is because during the pandemic, we reached out to our seniors because of social isolation, because they didn't be able to come into the Y and visit with their friends and they go home to nobody. And they're stuck in their house talking to nobody. So, you know, we got to listen to them, see what they want, and then we grow with our community. Yeah, that's amazing, Bill. And let's talk about the seniors because all the research is pointing toward 
social isolation and not being able to talk to people, not being able to play games and board games and keeping your brain active really can lead to dementia and Alzheimer's and other types of brain problems. So how important is it for you to be able to provide that type of atmosphere to the seniors? It must feel great knowing that you're helping their minds continue to move and continue to sort of think and continue to, to sort of vibrate in there so that perhaps it offsets some of those, you know, potentially challenging things that happens down the road. Absolutely. If you look at our logo, you see a triangle on our logo. The triangle is the strongest geometric shape there is known to man today. Could change. But that triangle for us represents spirit, mind, and body. Everybody knows us for the body, but the mind and the spirit is also. If we're not balanced, then our shape is unbalanced. And, and, and our life is unbalanced. So that's mine. It's huge. That social isolation is huge to take care of that need and provide us. That's why we get we've given out over one hundred twenty seven thousand dollars worth of financial assistance. That's why today, this year, that's why we we uh, add different silver sneaker programs to our organization to help meet that senior isolation that they can come in. They can meet friends. They can go socialize without. We have games. We have we have casino trips for the seniors and activities to keep that up going. But also the spirit is also important. You know what? That spirit of just having somebody to talk to, to mash through life issues at a senior level, missing a spouse, uh, having cancer. Those are things that only seniors know because they've gone through that process. So it's all that balance of spirit, mind, and body for the YMCA. I love it. I love it, Bill. It makes all the sense in the world. And for the entrepreneurs watching the show, again, rewind what Bill said, because so much of what he's saying, if you take it in a different sort of look, you can, you can put what he's saying into your for-profit business and really learn from that about what he's saying, about how he takes care of his clients, how he listens to the clients, how important it is to provide the clients what they need to change their lives. And as, as a business owner, you're in business really to provide a service or an offering that's going to change the lives of your clients for the better. And that's what Bill's been able to do. You know, Bill, something that comes up in my mind when I think about what you do is the facility. You know, it's so important for you, obviously, to have your facility up to date and clean and organized and, you know, uh, upkept in a way that's, you know, safe and uh, environmentally friendly to your clients. How important is your, you know, pinnacle of what you think about in terms of the why with regard to keeping that facility at the highest level? You know what, uh, since I've been CEO for the last eight years, uh, every three years, I put about a quarter million dollars back into my facility in equipment only. And this is, this was, you know, we started with our cardio equipment. We started with our uh, weight equipment, and then our pen select equipment. So I refresh our facility along with all the other stuff. Come on, COVID has taught us we got to have a clean facility. COVID has taught us to dot our I's and cross our T's. And we've always known that a clean facility, people will leave your facility if it's not clean. and never tell you about that. Never tell you about that. But if it's clean, you know, things like flies, things like paper on the floor. I'll go around when I go to branches and pick up trash on the parking lot because that's the first sight 
a YM, the customer has. And if it's clean outside, they're going to think it's clean inside. Making sure you have that staff on and cleaning that, you know, one of my philosophies is is slap a coat of paint on something. When people walk in, they perceive it's it's clean and it's well taken care of. When you slap a coat of paint on a wall, that needs it anyway. So there's the perception part of cleanliness also. That really perception, most of the time, is the over, overweight of what reality is. That's so remarkable, Bill. You know, you've really become a pinnacle of the community and you've kept the facility in such great shape since your time as a CEO. It's really, really remarkable. And, you know, when we think about entrepreneurship, we do think about the facility and we think about the technology and we think about the way in which you project yourself into the world. And for the entrepreneurs watching the show, what Bill just said really could be a mini, what I call a mini Harvard MBA. You know, these students, they go to Harvard, they get their MBA, they sit in the classes, they listen to the, to the, you know, uh, the director uh, or the professor and the professors giving them all these case studies and they answer the case studies in groups, but they're not on the ground. They're not really getting their entrepreneurial right. chops by being on the ground. And what Bill's saying really resonates because imagine his staff seeing him out in the parking lot, picking up a couple pieces of trash. That's the kind of message that a great CEO really gives to the rest of his staff. And he says, listen, I see some trash on the ground. I'm going to pick it up. And in, immediately his staff starts thinking the same way. Isn't that right, Bill? Absolutely. You're, but I, I want to I bring something else in this. You talk about facilities, but YMCA, my first YMCA, I read 1,600 kids in a basketball program without a gymnasium. I had no gym, so I borrowed facilities. You know, you look at food trucks today. That, that is huge. And on entrepreneurs, you got to look at things differently. You can't just open up a box and hope people will come. Build it and they will come. Never works at all. You got to start where the people are. You got to go where they are and start where they want you to start. And then you build it from there. If you try to build a huge facility and hope people come, it's going to kill you. I love it. I love it. Great advice. Again, that's a mini, mini Harvard MBA from Bill Kuhn. Now, Bill, I know that you, like me, are a great sports fan. Now, your, your team is on the wall, you know, the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, you got the banner up on the wall, you know, uh, and you played sports as a young man as well. What type of lessons do you think you brought into you know, the, the YMCA, what type of lessons did you bring into being a president and a CEO of a nonprofit from your, not only watching sports, but participating in sports as well? Is there a parallel there? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, I played basketball up to my junior year or my junior high year, blew a knee out. And I wish I had a good coach back then to kind of educate me when I blew my knee out, but I did it. That's okay. You know, work hard go to practice hundred percent all the time. And that's, that all translate to, you got to work hard. You got to show up. You got to be there. Uh, the respect of each other on the court and knowing how each other works. You know, we had a basketball teammate that he went out injured and he made this quick pass. And when he came back into the game after his injury, we all fumbled passes because we weren't used to it. 
And and you got to know your staff. You got to know what their skills are and what their weaknesses are. Find somebody else to help cover up those weaknesses, but build on those strengths. You know, my COO is an ex-sergeant major in the military. Hey, he knows how to organize. I had to scrape some rough edges off because, you know, in the military, you do, and I, I commend and you do. Well, that's not how we do we nurture here at the YMCA. But he's learned that. He's working with his staff. You find the strengths and work with those strengths of staff that you have. Great advice, Bill. And, of course, you know, we're big believers in hiring ex-military guys and gals. They've got such a great background, such great experience. They understand organization very, very well. And like you said, you know, you surround yourself with very talented people. Your staff is very well known. And, and I wanted to talk about what it feels like, you know, when you walk around El Paso, you know, so many people know Bill Coon, you know, you're a larger than life kind of character <laughs> there. When you walk around, Bill, you know, do you have sort of an added sort of, um, you have an added thought in your mind that you're representing the YMCA wherever you go and you know people know you and therefore you have to conduct yourself in a certain way to represent your firm? You know, uh, that, that's been driven into me for years. Uh, uh, and it's not about Bill. And it will never be about Bill Coon. It'll always be about the YMCA and more importantly, every one of the lives that we impact. And that's what it's about. Uh, you know what? We're all replaceable. We all will leave sometime or other, and we understand that. But it's about the lives that we impact, the change, the kids that learn how to play basketball or the kids that learn gymnastics and go on to better things or just the life lessons they've learned in those great times. That's what it's more important about. It's not about Bill at all. It's about the YMCA and the impact. I love it. So you put yourself, you know, behind your staff, behind your clients, you know, the, the, you, you're leading from the front, but you care about them more than, you know, the, the moniker of Mr. Bill Kuhn. And I love that so much. That's great. And that makes all the sense. And for CEOs listening to the show, hear that very loud and clear, because that's very important. Now, Bill, you know, we do have some younger entrepreneurs watching the show. I wanted to move this along into some advice you can give entrepreneurs based on your breadth of experience. It's incredible. You know, we have entrepreneurs that are in a startup or moving along and they're hitting a pothole in the road. We all do. They're hitting a roadblock. They're hitting a wall. And maybe they don't know what to do. Maybe they freak out a little bit. Maybe they're frozen in the frame. And I know you've been through so much of this in your experience. Maybe you could share some insight to the younger entrepreneurs about what it takes to get through those potholes and, and come out the other side much stronger for having gone through the pothole. Absolutely. Number one, you got to have a peer network. You got to have a network of people that you trust and you can share your problems with. A lot of times the younger generation doesn't like to share except on Facebook or Instagram. And that's not the way you want to share. You want to get around the table. You want to share face to face. And, and through those conversations, you know, that there, there's a solution there. I have discovered about three fundamentals in life. Number one, somebody's gone through it. When you share, you, you'll find out who's gone through it and find a solution. Number two, don't panic, relax, and understand, yes, it's a pothole. It's not going to stop life, 
when you relax, ideas come to you how you get through that pothole. And number three, there is a solution. You're, you're going to think that there is a time that there's no solution to the problem. And I'm going to tell you, if we get through COVID and the pandemic, there's a solution to any problem. And, and, and we've all seen that, but it's harder to learn to be patient and let that solution come. I love it, Bill. It's absolutely remarkable. You know, I've only, I know you've only cut out a certain amount of time today. You're doing so much great work in the El Paso area, but if you're watching the show and you're from El Paso or any other area, reach out to Bill. You know, they always can use some help. They always can use a helping hand. They can always use, of course, dollars to, to continue to improve and, and help so many people, whether it's, you know, whether it's someone that's you know two or three years old or four years old in a preschool or a post school or pre you know kindergarten type of a program, all the way to seniors that use the Y to keep their brains going, keep their bodies moving, to all the other people that use it for social engagement, which really keeps our society healthy, and that's the beautiful thing about what places like the Y do. Please reach out to Bill. I know Bill is known for picking up the phone and talking to people. He loves that so much. And he'd also, I'm sure, have a coffee or have a, have a meeting with you as well. So, Bill, I wanted to thank you for coming on the show today. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, I need to have you back on the show again because I want to do a, a, um, a new segment called Life According to Bill. <laughs> and, and we're going to we're going to get into, you know, the way in which you view life, the way in which you sort of wake up in the morning and put one foot in front of the other, because I think a half hour just doesn't get it done with what you've been able to develop throughout your career. And we're going to do that again here in the near future. But I wanted to take a minute, Bill. This has been remarkable. I'm going to actually rewind it myself and listen to it a couple of times because there's some very unique ways in which you think about life and for-profit entrepreneurialism. And you've been able to take that in and put it into a nonprofit bow that's been really made nice and tidy in a very powerful way for what you're doing at the Y of El Paso. So Bill, thank you so much for coming on the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. This has been remarkable. Well, Andy, thank you very much. You know, uh, Life changes, uh, and just I'm going to throw this out. Uh, Two-time cancer survivor during the pandemic. I had prostate cancer, then esophageal cancer. Within a year apart, my God, what else do you want to throw at me? Uh, if you could go through all that, and thank God I didn't have chemo or radiation, and I'm so lucky. Uh, you got to have a better outlook on life than you know just dreading each and every morning. You got to look at each day as a great gift and making the most out of it.